Welcome back to the podcast. Saul Marquez here. Today, I have the privilege of hosting Jared Mauskopf. He is the CEO at Medical Web Experts. First, as an account project manager and currently a CEO, Jared has led dozens of high-value websites, mobile apps, and marketing projects for healthcare clients ranging in sizes from startups to large health systems around the world. Based in Manhattan, he leverages his background in law and technology to help his team tailor custom, effective solutions that balance regulatory compliance with forward-thinking functionality and design. Jared has something in common with us at Outcomes Rocket. They're healthcare-focused, and the work that they do is strictly within healthcare across a lot of different specialties in technology that include web development, websites, integrations, etc. And so it's such a great opportunity to have you here on the podcast today, Jared, to touch on some of the things that you're seeing in, in the world of development for our listeners. So I really appreciate you jumping on today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Saul. Pleasure to be here. Big fan of the podcast, too. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, and so, Jared, before we dive into what makes medical web experts unique and special, I'm interested in what inspires your work in healthcare. Sure. So uh, we deal with health IT. I think probably my first love came for technology rather than healthcare. As a kid, I was always kind of fiddling with the newest tech. I would steal my dad's computer as often as possible. And I saw him working. He was a chorus teacher and I'd see him use oh, cool. technology to help his own students. Yeah. So whereas, you know, most chorus teachers, they sit down at a piano at a concert and and they'll play the piano for their kids as they sing. My dad found that it, it was better for him to be able to stand up and to be able to conduct and direct. So to that end, he would compose on MIDI, just press spacebar, have everything go, and and just you know be able to stand up, walk around, and direct his his kids. Mm. Um, and that really inspired me. It showed me that you can use technology to help people really in any profession. That's where the love of tech came from. In terms of healthcare, soon after I graduated, I went down to India, and there was one hospital which is really in the middle of nowhere. It was uh, it was called Kasturba Hospital, and I saw uh, after meeting with the head doctor there, I saw her use kind of an early version of telehealth to reach people in remote parts of India, and that kind of married the two things for me. So later on, when this opportunity kind of came fell into my lap you know, working with healthcare systems in order to bring technology in to help them solve their problems. That was something I was interested in. Man, that's so neat. Jared, you know, just, just hearing your story about your dad, I mean, that, that's inspiring, right? Your, your dad just says, you know what, I'm going to do this digitally and I'm going to have this connection with my students and, you know, do some directing and, and uh, conducting. I mean, that's just such a great story about how technology can indeed you know, help us do our jobs better and connect more on the human side, which I think is something that, you know, we, we need more of. And so your shift to India was also intriguing. And now they kind of just combine into what you guys have been doing at Medical Web Experts so well. So appreciate you sharing that with us as you reflect on your business and, and, and how it's adding value to, to our listeners and, and their businesses. What would you say is, is the best way that you guys do that? 
Sure. So uh, healthcare organizations, they come to us with ideas and problems, and we work through those problems to provide custom development and marketing solutions. So, for example, uh, a fertility client in New York, a longtime client of ours, they came to us and they said that we have an algorithm to analyze a woman's labs and medical history and provide a fertility recommendation to predict future fertility. Great idea, right? But you kind of need to start with a firmer foundation tech-wise in order to make that happen. So from there, we would we analyzed the market and came up with a few things. Number one, a website that explained the service, an application that automatically analyzed the results and a woman's medical history, gave the providers a way to customize those recommendations and to securely send them to patients. And finally, once it was launched, we developed a marketing plan to drive traffic to the website. So really how we add value is we hear people out. We talk to people. Mm. We sit down with them. And we figure out what their goals are, uh, what they need, and develop custom solutions around that. I love it. And today, there's never been a greater need for for really just having a custom solution, right? And any business that is successful does a great job of listening to their customers, their patients. And so what makes what you do different or better than what's available today? Yeah, it's sort of going back off of what I was saying before. Uh, we take a holistic approach. So we have a products and services catalog, but really all our, our solutions are completely custom. So I think whereas most dev shops, they expect people to come to them with a really firm business plan or technology plan, we add things to the beginning and end of our development process to help with that. And I think that's what differentiates us. So we'll start always with a discovery process to analyze the market, analyze competitors, see where people want to take things, and then we'll do the development after things have been firmly planned out. Also, what we do is at the end of it, it's not like we just package something up after it's launched and just say, hey, you know, take this, take this and run with it. We'll put in place a maintenance plan to keep things secure and stable. And we'll also put together a marketing plan for you if you want which will drive traffic to the website. You know, we don't want to create a party or organize a party without sending out the invitations. Sure. So tell me a little bit more about the marketing side. You know, I feel like a lot of businesses struggle to get that traffic. What would you say is one or two things that you guys do and help your customers do to help get them that attention and that traffic? Sure. Well, first, uh, we need to understand the product as much as possible. We need to understand what somebody's selling and what they want to accomplish. So that's that's number one. Number two, figure out the target market. No target market is the same. So we try and figure out age, demographic information. From there, that's when we figure out whether ads are best or or SEO is best or sharing on social media is best if there's a, a younger demographic. So those are all the factors that we take care of during the discovery process at the beginning so that we understand where things need to go. Very cool. And and as you as you think about the improvements and uh, outcomes uh, that have been just garnered through through working with you. Which one would you point out to as, as one that you're particularly proud of, you know, some, some improvement in business or, or healthcare outcomes? Sure. So for outcomes, um, we have a client that was part of a, a large bureaucratic health system. 
they had a system-wide app that focused more on the clinical side of things. Uh-huh. But they came to us saying that they wanted a hospital-specific app. They wanted something that they can customize to their hospital's needs, right? Hmm. So we created an app that allowed things for internal navigation, for example, for easy ways for people to get to and from the hospital, ways for people to take a 360-degree virtual tour of the hospital so they knew exactly what to expect when they got there. So that that was one thing. And recently, we have actually added uh, wearable integration and a meditation feature to that app. So now we're improving outcomes by, for post-op patients, allowing them to take these meditation sessions in a way that goes a little bit further than what the existing meditation features and other apps are doing. And we do that by integrating wearables and allowing patients to see during meditation sessions if their heart rate is decreasing or increasing, and most of the time it decreases. So that inspires them to continue the meditation sessions so that they can manage their stress better postoperatively. Wow. That's a really neat app. And, and if you think about it, I mean, like you mentioned, this is so custom to what they were looking for. You, this, is, this doesn't come baked. You really put together a lot of the ideas that their clinical staff probably had and Maybe there was metrics that the administrative team was after that they wanted to track. And you guys just kind of piece them all together to get this nice hospital-focused app that, that helps them put their patients at ease and, and also help them be healthier. Exactly. This actually came about on a regular call with them. And there was a cardiac surgeon who (laughs) happened to be passing by and he was overhearing some of the conversation about Apple Watch. And they had just had a group come in called Heartfulness. Uh And he wanted to integrate that into his post-operative care. So that was the seed of that idea. It was just someone who happened to be passing by and we grew that into a successful feature for them. That's so cool. And so what would you say has been one of the biggest setbacks you've experienced and a key learning? You know, we learn more from those setbacks than our successes sometimes. What, what, what would you want to share with the listeners today? Uh, well, um, I was diagnosed with coronavirus at like the exact time that I needed to be at the helm of things. This wow. was in early March. So <laughs> things rough, were... Man. I'm glad you're yeah, okay. I mean... I'm glad I got through it earlier and, you know, didn't have to go through the fear of things on the one hand, yeah, but uh, that's true. Yeah, it, was a t- it was a tough that's couple true. of weeks. That's, that's for sure. But that was the exact time that I would have liked to have been able to have, have really helped the company through this. Yeah. Fortunately, you know, people, people stepped up and I think we responded really well to it. And we actually shifted our target market a bit uh, in those first few weeks, kind of away from toward the, p- the places that needed us most. These are startups who are working on innovative telehealth platforms, for example, people who are interested in remote monitoring or have mm-hmm. devices that they were building, labs that needed help scaling up in a stable and secure way. So uh, we were able to pivot and, uh, and reach those people. Man, well, first of all, I'm glad you're okay. So, you know, <laughs> it, you. It, it's just, uh, I mean, it, it is a tough time out there. And it's very real, you know, and, and I know that everybody listening to this podcast is knows that. But, the, you know, there's the people that don't know that. There's the, the folks that maybe aren't as close to the, to the virus and to the people that help every day, whether it be the industry side or, or the provider side. It's, it's very real. And we all have to do our part to, to make sure that we convey that to the people that we love and care about. And, and so there was a shift in the focus. Uh, Digital health and telemedicine 
has never been so widely adopted. You know, as much pain and suffering as there has been, I think it also is a is a great opportunity for us. And so, what did you learn through that, Jared? And and um, you know, what would you share with us through that 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 time that you that you went through? Sure. So we saw about five years of growth in about five weeks time. Things just exploded and people needed to pull the pieces together very quickly. What I found after waiting for four hours for a telehealth appointment and being disconnected and having no way to get back into into the queue was really where the, the weak points were. And there were a lot of them. So, you know, while I was sick, I was also sort of trying to map out where we needed to go from there so we can help people. And, you know, I assumed that telehealth was, was going to be a big thing at that point. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough world right now. <laughs> yeah, Jared, I agree. You know, it's tough out there. And, and um, you know, there's so much value to companies that have leaders like you, Jared, that have been there and, and done that, that have experienced it. And that know both the pain and the frustration to unlock some of the opportunities. So on the opportunity front, what would you say you're most excited about today? There's a lot going on right now. Um, I've had an Apple Watch for a few years, and Mm -hmm. it's really been helpful to see my own personal growth just from different metrics that the Apple Watch captures. Someone on your show fairly recently talked about heart rate variability, HRV, which is something I've been tracking for a while since I started to exercise and trying to decrease my stress level. And essentially what you have is if you have a higher score, your body is able to focus on more higher level things. If you have a lower score, your body's focused on fight or flight, uh, just really? really survival. And what I noticed while I had COVID was a little bit before it and definitely during it, my HRV just went way down. Wow. Um, and, you know, I brought this up to one of the cardiologists who we work with, and he said that he was seeing the same thing and that it's something that he wanted to kind of explore, maybe with an integration. Uh, so, you know, all these metrics that are captured by wearables, I think that's the direction that the industry is going or the direction that I would like to help people. And these are projects that, that we're definitely excited about. Man, so cool. And, and so whether it be remote monitoring, custom apps, portals, web design, even marketing, if, if you guys are looking for some help and, and looking for somebody that knows healthcare inside and out, the website's medicalwebexperts.com, just like it sounds, medicalwebexperts.com. And, uh, you know, check them out there and, and you know, their phone numbers on their website. There's ways to get in touch with Jared and his team. Certainly opportunities to take advantage this time, right? This is the time when, when we can make the biggest difference. And I certainly believe that. Uh, Jared, this has been a powerful discussion with you. And, I, and I've really enjoyed, you know, learning more about you and, and, the, and the work that you guys do at Medical Web Experts. Leave us with a closing thought. And then the best place where the listeners could get in touch with you after our, uh, our discussion's over. Sure. Well, first, thanks for having me on. Like I said, I love the podcast, so it was great to be here. Uh, my message to everyone is really just keep innovating. Come to us even if all you've got is, is a seed of an idea, and we'll work through things. Uh, we'll try and flesh things out as much as possible so that you get the solution you need. We're happy to talk about that. Uh, you gave the web address before, medicalwebexperts.com. Or you could also email me at jared, J-A-R-E-D dot M at medicalwebexperts.com. 
Outstanding, Jared. Listen, want to say thank you again for all that you've shared. And uh, folks, I definitely recommend you reaching out and exploring them a bit further. Jared, thanks again. Thanks so much, Saul.